Welcome, Pat and Stu. I'm Pat, this is Stu. And, and I, over there is the blob. We apologize the for... The big tub of goo. Anything uh, he says today. Uh, yeah. Any... They called Every time him you say that, they put Jeffy. the camera on me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You say, hey, and, and the blob, and then they put the camera on me, but... Yeah. That's not, that's uh-huh. not my name. No, it's definitely not your name. No. It should be your name. It's just not. Uh, it describes it's, you well. It's a descriptive term, is what it is. It's not really a name, is it? It's not really a name. No. It's something to describe... Nickname? You know, what most people think you are. So, so there you go. Uh, <laughs> Mo Brooks, who's uh, one of our favorites uh, in Congress, uh-huh. um, it, largely because of the interview he did on MSNBC several years ago in which uh, the uh, person... Ho- we don't have the... I'm sure we don't have the clip here. We should, we should pull that clip and have it handy all the time, Marissa. Um, and the clip is, of course, when... Uh, he says that he doesn't think that we were going to go into a depression. The host says, well, do you have a degree in economics? And he says, yes, sir, highest honors. Mm-hmm. Uh, or yes, ma'am, yes, highest ma'am. honors. Yes. yes, it was a woman, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite moments in cable news history. It's pretty uh, great. He has another great moment here. Um, uh, effective December 31st, 2017, reads his Obamacare Repeal Act. The Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act, the PPACA, which is the annoying uh, thing, is actually the real name. You know, we are like, they should be calling it the Affordable Care Act. No, it's the Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act, Pat. Mm -hmm. Um, That would be repealed and the provisions of the law amended or repealed as such act are restored or revived as if such act had not been enacted. That's, that's the entirety it. of the bill. Yes, that's the whole bill. It's the annoying legalese version mm-hmm. of it. But basically what he's saying is, eh, you know, you know that thing that we had before Obamacare? Let's go back to that. I get a kick out of these people who say, read the bill. Well, I can't read the bill when it's one line long. I can't read the bill when it's a full <laughs> sentence. <laughs> Will this come up to a vote? This is actually a bill mm-hmm. you could read. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it wouldn't take a heck of a lot of your day. Uh, go ahead and read this bill and then decide. Do you want it re- repealed or not? I mean, that's, it's pretty straightforward. If we had more bills like this, uh, we wouldn't have a $20 trillion deficit. Uh, I mean, it's our debt. It's, th- this is just common sense, and there is none in Congress. Now, so they're going to say, well, this can't be done because that's not how reconciliation. You've got to have 51 votes. They won't go for that. All of that nonsense. But they don't even try. The thing about the Republican Party is they don't even try anything. I, I, I talked a little bit on radio about uh, an email I sent to a friend in Houston who v- knows very well a couple of the really conservative uh, congressmen from Houston, um, one of which is uh, T- Ted Poe and the other is John Culberson. And they both were in favor of this bill. They were both going to vote yes. And so I asked my friend, what, what are they thinking? What are we missing here? And he wrote back that, well, we're not in the same place as you. I, I encourage them to vote for that bill. Yeah, it's not perfect. It's not conservative, but it's something. That is really... It's a Democrat way. We've got to do something. Isn't that what they say all the time? No, let's do the right thing. And why would you settle for this when we could do so much better? Why would you settle for a non-conservative bill? Let's get, let's get a conservative bill done. Let's not do something... Let's do the right thing. Yeah. Why can't we ever do that? It's never, never the way that, that it happens. Um, do you want to hear the uh, Ted Poe, uh, some of the quotes from this interview I was telling you? Yeah, about? yeah. Um, that the uh, Freedom Caucus continues to be the opposition caucus against anything in the Republican Party. If they passed Obamacare repeal, they would not oppose it. Yeah. Right? Um, 
Then it was, uh, there's nothing that could be added to the bill that the Freedom Caucus would ever vote yes on. I got the opinion that there's some members of the Freedom Caucus, they'd vote no on the Ten Commandments if it came up for a vote. I mean, this, I, this is just a Ted, jackass oh response Ted to Ted Poe knows better than that. Totally. That is so far beneath that guy. And then we voted 60 times to repo- repeal Obamacare. Then when it came down to repealing it, when it actually counted, people just said, nah, I'm not going to vote for the repeal right, of the bill. because this didn't you- repeal it. Mm-hmm. I knew this was going to piss you off because you <sighs> like Ted Poe. You actually bring him up as an example often yeah. of someone who seemingly was pretty conservative. Never again. Uh, no. Right. I mean, uh, and by the way, uh, uh, we know that Trump blamed the Freedom Caucus, Heritage Foundation. We talked to uh, Jim Dimon today and Club for Growth for not uh, funding Planned Parenthood. When What's there that? is no. Who pays your salary? No, that's that's the, I think you're thinking. Of, uh, oh, that's Americans, Americans for Prosperity. For prosperity. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Who pays, Who pays your salary? salary? Yeah, that was. That was America, AFP. And of course, AFP, not Right. And then, of course, Jim DeMint is the guy who started the recession. We did not ask him about that today because we were afraid. Well, he could have snapped at any moment. He could have snapped. Well, I don't want him to start another depression or a recession. I mean, because he could go even deeper this time. He could. He could start a depression. Jim DeMint is all powerful. And if he wants to start a recession, a depression, or maybe set off an EMP, it's on. He'll do it. It's on like Donald Trump. 90% of the country would die, and Jim DeMint would do it anyway, because he just does not care. President Donald Trump's approval rating, though, uh, has fallen to 36% now for the three-day period of the 24th through 26th of March. Um, As the Republican leaders failed to pass anything that looks anything like a conservative uh, repeal. Uh, His three-day reading prior to Friday's event was 41%. Previous low point was 37%, and now he's at 36%. So... That's great. They say that's higher than Reagan at this time. That's hard to believe. Well, Reagan, remember, came in at a although he came in disaster. Yes. So uh, until he got that turned around, it it wasn't until then that his approval ratings really turned around, and he became one of the more popular presidents of the century. Um, But it it took a while for Reagan. Um, That was because nineteen nineteen eighty one. I mean, you're talking twenty percent interest rates. Uh, inflation through the roof. I mean, it was an ugly, dark time. Really, I mean, over, you know, double-digit um, And, of course, that was a mess left by Carter. Yes. That wasn't his doing. No, he had, yeah. I mean, he had, none of his policies had taken effect yet. Once they did, he turned it all around, and he was became... And he left office with, I think, 65? Was it 65-ish? I don't know if it was that, quite 60s, that high. 60s, I think. He was very high uh, in the second term, and then he had yeah. a... Uh, the, the Iran-Contra thing knocked that him down him a little, little bit. bit. But he was still one of the more popular presidents of the, of the 20th century. Um, and so here are these, some of the other numbers. Um, and, and I will say this is a it's a little you got to take it with a grain of salt when you see Trump's at 36 percent for the reason of that he's starting so low. I mean, I, you know, he was not liked at all when he took office. Now, so, if I put the salt in it, just the grain, what will that do for me? It will change your perspective. It will? Mm-hmm. Okay. It will change your perspective. So as you say this, if I take a grain of salt and I do what with it? Put it on my tongue or do yeah, I just put, yeah, hold on to it? Yeah, on your tongue is fine or you can put it in okay. your cheek. You and know? then it'll help. Or you could put it somewhere and else. then you'll understand why this is an important stat, that, you, right. should, that you shouldn't interrupt with stories about salt. <laughs> okay. No. Right. Uh, it's actually not that important. But it's, I mean, you, gotta, mm-hmm. you, you have to factor in the, the idea that, yeah, he, he hit a new low. He's dropped like two points since he came into office. He's basically flat. Now, you know, Barack Obama started with an 80% approval rating and hit as low as 38%. 
Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's a much more dramatic uh, situation than what Trump has gone through. Bill Clinton hit 37 percent at his, at his all-time low, um, as well as Gerald Ford, who hit 37 percent as his all-time low. John F. Kennedy's lowest approval rating, 56 percent. That's nice. Uh, Dwight Eisenhower, Jeez. 48. Um, George W. Bush, his lowest was 25 um, he is the, not the lowest, however, of the century. You had uh, George H.W. Bush hit 29. Ronald Reagan hit 35, but that was very early. Those are both higher than W's, though. Yeah. Jimmy Carter, 28. Uh, Nixon, 24%. Just changing out. W yep. for the lowest approval rate. No, the lowest of all time was, right. or lowest of recent was uh, Harry Truman. Oh, 22%. Truman, 22. What um, time period was that where Truman had a 22% approval rating? I wouldn't have guessed it was that low. I wouldn't either. Um, but uh, they, you know, these wow. every president goes through a period in which they have a scandal or a, a bumpy economy or mm-hmm. a war that's not going the right way, and they hit these low points. I mean, obviously JFK did not because he didn't have uh, enough time. Uh, essentially, he had kind of a low point. Well, not in polling, Jeffy. I mean, well, yes, he hit some low points in his administration, um, but uh, in polling, he never really did. <laughs> Jerk. Um, also, Dwight Eisenhower, forty-eight percent. But I mean, you get that a lot of times. You know, when you're talking about that, that particular era, that they, you know, people were united mm-hmm. uh, in that era. Um, so you look at. Uh, usually, this happens. The issue with Trump is this is his baseline. This is the norm. Yeah. I mean, him hitting thirty-six percent is. I mean, it's. You know, they're like, oh, it's the lowest he's hit. Yeah, it's like almost the highest he's hit too. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I don't know Gallup in particular. I'm not sure what. Uh, I guess. For, he hit 46% the week following his inauguration. 46 was his high. However, he was 41 at 41% just last week. So, I mean, he's already a low 40s guy. Uh, and to hit 36 because a bill went wrong, it's not that big of a deal. Honestly, if you're Donald Trump, you shouldn't even bother. I mean, not that he would ever bother with a bad poll, uh, but you shouldn't even care about that. Well, he'd call it fake news. He wouldn't be worried about it's it true. anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the uh, media continues to be virtually psychotic on all things Trump, including Chris Matthews, now comparing Ivanka Trump and her husband to the murderous sons of Saddam Hussein. Here's a look at that. You know, we kid, I kid about everything, but, you, you know, Uday and Kusay working for everything. Saddam Hussein. He's you couldn't go to a restaurant and have eye contact with one of these guys without yeah. getting killed. These people are really powerful. Imagine getting yeah. to a fight in the office with Jared or Ivanka. They have enormous power, and they're always going to be there. This is what I worry about for other people in the White House. Ivanka Mm. Trump has been described as her father's eyes and ears on the ground. That's a little scary if you're just a regular White House staffer. Wow. And what, are they going to kill people? I mean, is that the implication? I don't know. I mean, they're just saying that how can you violate, you know, how can you violate, uh, how can you disagree with Ivanka? Yeah, be tough. Uh, you can't. Uh, how can you do, disagree with uh, with Jared Kushner? Kushner? And if you're in the White House, how can you bring that point up? You can't. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the problem. You know, look. I think Kushner and Ivanka are seen by a lot of people as, you know, sort of the brains inside the White House. Um, you know, they're they're certainly uh, the liberal brains. Yeah, they're they're definitely not still the brains, Republicans. Though. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, they, they're pretty good on on at least he's pretty good on business type stuff. I, they did launch this new uh, business initiative yeah. yesterday, which you know is interesting. I mean, I, it would be good if it, if they could put that together. It's taking good ideas from business people and trying to implement them into government. It's the type of thing that we would want, you know, Republicans have wanted for a long time, and hopefully they execute that well, and Kushner's apparently heading that up. And he's a hell of a businessman. There's not really a lot of attacks on his business history. Um, you know, Trump's another story. 
Um, but there's not too much that has gone on on that. Now, his policy-wise, his particularly social policy, um, has seen as, uh, you know, he was a Democrat. Um, saying, I, don't know if he, I don't know if he still is. I don't know if he's changed that uh, since he started working in a Republican White House. Um, same thing with Ivanka. I don't, I don't know when daddy became president. Maybe do you automatically become a Republican? I don't know if that happens. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's, a, it's an interesting part of that because I can, you, you can see the dynamic playing out. You probably have seen it in your own business, right? I mean, like, if, if, you know, this is a standard thing, but if, you know, the boss's daughter is working or, or son is working in the company, like, people are going to be afraid to, you know, do anything to them or, or tell them that something is wrong. I mean, that's, you know, that's pretty standard. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, it's not everybody's like that, obviously, but, I mean, that can be a dynamic in a, in a, in a business. Mm-hmm. It's not a thing, it's something that, that factors into the Trump mindset, though. Does it? No. No. They, they really, I mean, they don't care. Oh, not at all. <laughs> I don't think Trump cares about any of this stuff. <laughs> I, I don't know what he cares about. He cares about winning his own, his, making America uh-huh. great again, yeah. Pat. Well, yeah. you know what? His own, the, the perception of him, he cares about greatly. Uh, ratings, he cares about greatly. Mm-hmm. Any policy, I don't think he even cares about the Affordable Care Act. I, I don't think oh, he cares. No, he he care just wants a win. That. He just wants a win. Um, so let's go move away from things uh, we don't care about and move to something that Pat does care about. Uh, the Pat story of the day is mm-hmm. this particular story uh, in which uh, me out of it's my a TSA mind. story and Pat is pissed off about uh, it. And it happened right here at DFW. Um, so Transportation uh, Security Administration official is, uh, I think he committing uh, sexual abuse on this child. Uh, he's patting down a boy who is... Do you know how old he is, Jeffy? I haven't read anywhere how old this kid is. Yeah, he's 12. I think, yeah, he looks to be about 12 years old. And he's got special needs, right? Yes. Uh, watch, yes, he does. Watch what the... And there's only 38 seconds of this. I was hoping for the whole thing. It's Because it's unbelievable. Uh, here, here's a look at just a portion of this pat down given to this kid. This is the more uh, personal uh, parts of it. Look at that. I mean, what what are you doing? I mean, that's not even... What are you... But he's so clear. This kid yeah. is not a threat. Doesn't have anything threatening on him. He's wearing a flimsy T-shirt right. and flimsy shorts and one look or just a, a cursory pat down. He goes back again. And is doing God knows what there. I, what the hell is that? That went on for over two minutes. Uh, Unreal. It is absolutely outrageous. Now that alone went on for more than two minutes. Yeah. I mean, but yes. the entire incident. The entire incident, they detained these people for over an hour, according to the mom. According to the mother. Now they claim that it uh, was not that long. They Well, they, they even the like, TSA says, well, no, it's more like 35 or 40. What the hell are you detaining these two American citizens for 35 minutes for? Have we heard? I mean, what was the problem? No, we have not. What, what was the problem where you need to investigate and, and almost rape this kid, give him a rectal exam, and and find out if his testicles uh, have have herniated uh, <laughs> for all right. of this time. Why? I mean, I, I t- why they have not said, and they also in the story, the original story at the end uh, that we Jeez. don't that didn't make it to the video that the mom was filming was that um, uh, two officers, uh, po- local police officers, showed up too. 
uh, were called on, and they were supposed to, they were there according to the TSA, uh, you know, to help him through uh, the through the rest of the process. It's a weird, yeah. And, and she says, let me make something clear, crystal clear. He set off no alarms. He physically yeah. didn't alarm at all during screening. He passed through the detector just fine. Uh, he still several several hours later, the poor kid is saying, I, "I don't know what I did. What did I do?" I mean, it's kind of obvious what happened, right? I mean, the mom the mom pissed him off. I mean, at the gate by saying, you know, the kid is, the kid has is special needs. He needs to, he doesn't like to be patted down. Don't pat him down. No, that's not what they said. They said they him. didn't want him to go through the they didn't want him to go through the sensors. Because he has sensory, what is it? Yeah. Uh, what is it called, Jeffy? Do you know sensory something disorder? Yeah. And so they didn't want him to go through. They they but, asked for the pat down, right? Okay. They, and they wanted a pat down instead of going through the machinery. But my, my point is, is that okay? Either way, I mean, when, yeah, that doesn't when, excuse this pat down by any means. No, but, but either way, you get the TSA people already saying, "Well, I'll just do it my way." Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Do. This is a weird one because this because is not this, keeping Americans safe. No, no it is no, not. No, no, no. This it is, is under the rules of, well, do you want another terrorist attack? Yeah. There, no, that's anybody stupid. with a mind knows that kid is not a danger, and he's wearing a flimsy T-shirt. If you wanted to do this, you can tell he's got nothing on under yeah, it. Right? Right. You just pull the thing tight, and you can see there's nothing there. Same, uh, with, the, same with the shorts. I mean, it, it's inconceivable to me that you would molest him in that way for minutes on end Look at this guy. I mean, are you getting your jaw? What is the deal here? That's just, it's a good thing it wasn't one of my kids or one of my daughters, one yes. of my, my wife. Oh, my God. I would have been arrested at the airport. I'd be in prison yeah. right now. I'd now, be in jail. Now, I. Because I, I, I don't, I would have wigged out. Completely. Oh, my God, yes. Uh, completely wigged out. You wigged out when it happened to this kid and yes. it happened on video. Right. Uh, if it happened to someone you actually yeah, and, knew. And no, they yeah. didn't ask for the pat down. She asked for asked them to use other methods right. because of his disability. But that's but, the other methods. I mean, everyone knows that other method is a pat down. Right? Am I misunderstanding the story or are you misunderstanding the story? One of us I is. I don't know. One <laughs> of us is. <laughs> no, I mean, she may, I thought, have not, she may have said, look, I don't want him to go through the... They don't want to go through the machine. Use the, the alternate machine. methods. That's yeah. the way I read the story. And so but that's maybe, the whatever, alternate I guess method. Really but matter. she probably didn't realize it was sexually molesting your child that was the alternative. Exactly. Well, that's well true, and right? that's the thing. Right. You know, I mean, uh, come on now. The procedure... Let's say the procedure... How of, many Muslim extremists walked through the gate unimpeded? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe five. <laughs> maybe 15 in that amount. You just need Screen, why would they it's not screen the other passengers? No, I look. I, this one is particularly on. and they missed the flight, and that's and they missed their flight. Yeah, that really that's, oh my god! However, I will say that, like, they, first of all, they say that he did set off alarms. So, I mean, again, that's just they said he, his laptop set, set off alarms. She's saying well, that did not pat happen. down his laptop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what are you doing with him? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I get. I would assume that if uh, alarms go off. That is, the, the, I would say their procedure probably is, and I, and I think this is true. If you set off alarms, then they're going to pat you down. That's how you get to pat down a lot of times. Yeah. Um, so if an alarm goes, like if I, if you walk through the uh, the um, the metal detector or whatever, and it and it goes off, depending on which one you go through. Like if you go through and it goes off, they'll give you a chance mm. to take off your belt or whatever might be setting it off. But if you go through again and it sets you off again, they will do the pat down pretty much every time. And um, we now, have this the story. Pat down is, I've never had a pat down that's that bad. I have not either. Um, uh, so, well, I have on this off to the side. I've uh, never had one I've like had that. One, I've uh, been pulled off to the side with uh, with one like that. 
I've had intrusive pat downs, but not that intensive. Not that, not not that intensive and not and, for that long. And in that so, case in particular, it's you're right, Pat. The key thing here is what he's wearing. Absolutely. Yeah. If he's yeah, wearing it's a young kid. He's Come wearing on. thick yeah. flannel. If he had baggy give you more of a break. stuff on. Yeah, like I'd give you more of a break. The, right. There's no way he has there's anything no above the waist. Way. It's impossible. He's wearing nothing. Right. Basically. A thin right. t-shirt that you could easily just pull the t-shirt and see exactly everything. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like I get that you want to go around the waistband, maybe, you know, uh, that's a standard place for something okay. again it's, it's a child so it's stupid but i get that it's probably part of the proce- procedure he's also using the front of his hand right here in this in this still photo as he's going up the leg yeah it's just bizarre. which you're not right. supposed to do i mean that's creepy it's it's almost as if the guy is getting his jollies it, it's almost a sexual uh crime to me i mean that is that's unconscionable and it's not keeping us safe Okay. No, oh no. That's and I don't, not I, keeping I, us safe. I hesitate. People, to, people want to excuse the TSA because they just they chalk it up to, well, well, I don't want another terrorist attack. That's not pre- preventing anything. Not at all. I mean, look, let's be honest about it. Like, I'm, you know, generally speaking, on the, you know, I get accused of defending the TSA from time to time. Like, I, I doesn't, they don't, I've never had really a bad experience. Um, however, I will say that, like, here, I don't know that I'm going to apply. Well, that's because you enjoy the pet, though. Yeah, well, I mean, they, they're right. usually good at it. In that's fact, what I'm you, saying. You request, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. They're really good at it. Um, good but, at it. <laughs> but, like, here, I don't know that I apply this to the entire TSA's, the ped- pedophile government, as, you know, Alex Jones was. That's, um, that was the phrase going through my head as I watched that last night. <laughs> right. here, Alex, this is, I'm not going to make fun of you anymore, because no. that was... <laughs> but this is one pe- person, one time, and I think that's important. I, I, this is not that's something that... This, this should stop. This should not be the procedure. If it is the procedure, change that procedure. Yeah, it needs to stop. Uh, yeah, that's well, we ridiculous. just had that story, though. Was it last week or the week before that said, yeah, more intensive pat-downs are coming? Yes. I guess that's what they're talking Maybe about. Maybe that's what it is, yeah. And that's a, that's a ridiculous procedure. It's ridiculous. It's ludicrous. It's it's almost inconceivable. Now, as long as they leave the option to opt into it, uh, I think that's important. You know, if you want right. the more like, intrusive, like you leave a little leeway for Jeffy. Yeah, you just say, to, look, I would. I know I could go through this easy scanner real mm-hmm. quick, but I'd rather get the full fledged, like full out naked. Uh, Do you mind if thing. I take my clothes off? Yeah, just yeah. <laughs> just for my own personal enjoyment. Uh, so as long as they leave that I mean, you don't even have to take me out to dinner first. No, you know what I mean. This is a quickie. It doesn't have to be. It's a quickie. I gotta, gotta make this flight, and I'm not gonna right. say I don't need an hour here. I just, you know, it's a little quick little interaction. <laughs> uh, so there you go. <laughs> there you go, Jeffy. Uh, all right. Triple eight seven twenty seven back here. Okay, that's just freaking oh, terrible. You don't have to use the back of your hand. Go ahead. <laughs> I didn't think so. Uh, <laughs> Hazelnut? I mean, we've got a Spoons coming up uh, in a little bit, and it's a new product uh, from, I believe, the fine folks at Jif. Yes. <laughs> I feel uh, like I'm tw- is- <laughs> six years old as I say that, but Jif I don't is care. trying to cash in yeah. on the um, Nutella thing. And I, we, now, it, by Nutella, the way, encourage this. Except no imitation for the Nutella. I tried the Jif. It's nowhere near as good as Nutella. Wait, you're, you're, you're blowing our Spoons today. Well, I, I haven't tried this particular oh, product, okay. this but is, I tried their Nutella thing. Okay, because they have a hazelnut chocolate, chocolate hazelnut okay. or whatever they call it's it. It's not as good. It's nowhere near as good. Well, would it be as think. good if you mixed in cheesecake? Maybe. 
I don't know. We'll We're going to find that see. out today. We'll uh, have to see, stories. won't we? Because I feel like that's <laughs> the answer. That's probably yes. And, and again, we don't want to do this. This is for science. Oh, this man, is we, for you. Every day we come this in here, we're you. like, you know what? We're all about you. We, we're, give, we're and we s- give and we give. We're such physical specimens, obviously. We're, we're I mean, obviously. It's the main reason most people watch is As a specimen, yes, I'm intimidating. It's right. like a Gaston from, you know, Beauty and the Beast. So. It's exactly what we were all thinking, I think, when I <laughs> said the word specimen. Um, we're such physical specimens yes. that uh, it, it, we don't like taking in the additional calories. I mean, just because we're just... No. Uh, we've got, I, I mean, I have a 3% body fat. Jeffy's at like 27 <laughs> Ah, oh, when we do these spoon segments, I got to spend more time with the gym and the. Yeah, yeah. and look, you know, we love the gym. We're gym I'm, rats. I'm right? We got that. Three. You're, zero that's point zero point three, which is actually body. unhealthy. And then, and when we when we do eat, <laughs> I have to I have to lift weights uh, for the next two and a half to three hours. Yes, right. And so and of course, uh, rigorous aerobic. Of course, uh, and it, so the, as you can see by this description, this is disturbing our lives. Right. Uh, doing. We don't want to do this. We don't but like. We to do, do it. it for you because we care. About you. Mm-hmm. We care about you. Again, we, we give and we give and we give. <laughs> help us. Help you. <laughs> uh, Amazon, apparently doing fairly well. Oh, yeah, here it is. Uh, their mar- market cap is now at $405 billion, which is good, right? I good, mean, it's good, good. Th- you could compare that to the combined in value of Walmart, CVS, Costco, Target, and Best Buy. Oh, that's, that's incredible. Uh, it's almost the same. Jeez, that is unbelievable. Well, that's from March. Okay. That's yeah, and, and as you see, they're basically the same. Uh, four eleven and four oh five. It's what's a six billion among friends. Right. That's one day about you know that's the stock ticking up a point. It's uh, hard yeah. to believe that Walmart figures into that because Walmart. I mean, they'll do two billion dollars in one day, like on uh, on incredible uh, Black Friday. They, I mean, they. They so does Amazon now. Though. They do more business in one day than many businesses do in a year. So to have them included in mm-hmm. in that comparison is pretty amazing. Uh, it really is. And I, I we were we were told in the break that they they have such a big cloud computing uh, cloud storage. I didn't even uh, know they business. did that. I didn't even know it either. I, now I've seen it on Amazon Prime. They have a feature. Where you can upload your photos and you have a certain amount of storage free with your Amazon Prime membership. But I guess they do the storage for a lot of websites. And so something like 31% of the st- cloud storage market goes through Amazon. Which is like, what? Yeah, and uh, Apple's not even in the top five of not, that. Not even the top five. Not even top five. Um, Next is Microsoft at 11. At 11%. So, you th- I mean, what an incredible thing there. And then you, you think mm. about, I mean, seriously, every day when I get home, there are Amazon boxes on my uh, <laughs> Every here. day. I, I know my wife just keeps ordering stuff, and it just uh, what's this? Oh, that's just something I got on Amazon. But it's oh, a, that's another thing I got from Amazon. Like there was a time when that was like, you know, Amazon wasn't known for selling you things like, uh, you know, that are basic needs. So like when you got Amazon, mm-hmm. oh, what do you tr- what did you treat yourself for today? That's not the case at all now. It's yeah. like you know, I, I, I get shampoo from Amazon. Mm-hmm. Like, I get, you know, monster energy drinks from Amazon shipped to my house all the time. Sodas to my house from, from Amazon. You know, basic needs, basic stupid, like, all my, like, batteries. They have a line of uh, Amazon Basics, it's called. And, you know, they, they just make their own batteries. And so, like, and they're, like, a dollar for, like, 900 batteries. So wow. when I order batteries, I just, I'm always ordering, you know, them for various stupid toys and things that are around the house. That's where I get them from. And now I'm, I'm getting to the point where I'm so lazy, 
I just walk into the kitchen. I was like, Alexa, order batteries. Uh, we're ordering batteries for you. And then you just order the batteries. And then I say, Alexa, can I get uh, AAA batteries? And they'll say, we're ordering, uh, based on your order history, we are ordering you AA batteries. No, Alexa, I need AAA batteries. Uh, we are, based on your order history, we order you AA batteries. No, I don't want AA <laughs> batteries. I want AAA batteries. Based on your order history, we order you W. Seriously, that's what keeps happening. Really? With the stupid thing, and it pisses me <laughs> off. Uh, but that is. <laughs> but I, so I had to go. I had to instead of just saying it, I had to open uh, up my phone and type in A A A. You should and get then, a refund with your Prime membership. Oh yeah, and that is a disgrace. Yeah, uh, do a lot of work, but it makes everything so much so easier. So the Amazon thing, you just do tell Alexa, Alexa, uh, you're welcome at home, uh, and it just it really does work because I just I don't know I don't trust the process yet, but it it does work. Right. Well, it has worked. I will say that did not work, right? I, yeah. I, another time, I'm trying to think, of, there was another thing I ordered uh, that was similar to that. It was like, it was like a, you know, some basic need, like a little mm. box or something that I order, you know, I don't know, every few months. Um, and it, so I, I, when I was ordering something I had already ordered, it worked. It's fine. It worked okay, because it just looked at, like, you... So first time ordering through Alexa wouldn't... It, would that not it work? It would work. It, it would try to work. However, like what, like I've heard my wife do, like, can you put, uh, you know, whatever in the shopping cart? And we'll be like, check your shopping cart to make sure it's the right thing. You know, like, so well, I could have just gone to the app then for that. Right. But, like, if I order, uh, you know, Monster Energy Drink, if I were to say, uh, uh, you know. Uh, Alexa, I, I gotta, no. order Monster Energy Drink. No, I, was not, I was trying not to do that to the <laughs> oh, people. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh at man. At home who might <laughs> be listening. Oh, no. But if you were to do that. Oh, you were trying not to say, Alexa. Order steak. <laughs> yeah. Now, oh, if you're Pat, at home, oh, no. if you're at home, oh. by the way, you want to yell at Jeffy and Pat for doing that. Triple eight seven twenty seven back. Let us know what your Alexa oh, no. said back to you when they did that. We apologize. <laughs> ordering steaks. Yes. Uh, but, but it will say, like, based on your ordering history, you ordered um, a twenty four pack of Monster Ultra Sunrise. Do, uh, do you, is that what you want? And you say no. yes. And, then, and if you say no. Then, then it won't put it in. It, 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 but it, but if you it, say yes, it's it's ready to go. If you say no, it's ready to hear you what you do want, or are you yeah, just you try done with the order and you, you have try to go again. to the phone? You could try again. Okay. Huh. Um, but it's it's pretty... Pretty uh, amazing stuff, though. I mean, when they get this really perfected, because it's not quite yet. No, no. But when it's close. really perfected, can you imagine It's going to be pretty amazing. It is pretty amazing. Before we go to break, let's uh, show you this quick video. Mm. We, uh, I, I love this. This is uh, um, my new favorite player. Because I, I don't know who your favorite player on the UCLA uh, football team is. I'm sure you have a, a huge list of oh, who you would name. Uh, you know, um, I'm going to go with Tack McKinley. Because, uh, because, uh, from uh, Josh uh, Rosen to the whole front line and the backfield and stuff. I love them all. I love them all. But why would you? Who else other than Rosen would you? Oh, yeah, all of them. Uh, it's hard to single out anybody. You know, other than Tack. Uh, it's pretty much all. <laughs> so I, I hate UCLA because they beat us by three points last year. Is McKinley so. a, a senior? Do you know? I, 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 I don't. I don't know if he's going into the draft. So this is why he's comment. I don't. I really. I'm not familiar with Tack McKinley. Um, they were uh, apparently. I think he's going into the draft. So this is why he's commenting on this particular issue. I would imagine. Yeah. He, you know, here's a guy who could be drafted by the uh, Raiders, who are currently the Oakland Raiders, but will soon be the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, here's how. Uh, should you be excited about that? Because a lot of people are like confused. I don't know. I liked him in L.A. I like him in Oakland. I don't know about yeah. this Vegas thing. How do you make the decision whether you're in favor of that? Tack McKinley helps you out. 13% income taxes. 
Zero percent income taxes. Thirteen percent. Zero percent. Hey, Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> what, what was the end of that? Let's get it. I don't know. Uh, I don't Let's know. do this. I'm in. Uh, I like uh, now. I like him. Um, I don't know anything else yeah. about him. I've never heard of him before uh, yesterday. But now I like. Dude, him. It's a big factor, man. Yeah, oh, so many man. of them. I mean, even I mean, as my son, as an example, you know, got a paycheck from uh, the New England Paycheck or the New England, New England Patriots. Yep. And that particular paycheck, he was pissed at how much taxes they take out. I, it's I a mean, lot. It was a lot of money. And you know, of course, you know, being in Ma- and Massachusetts has a flat tax. Uh, you was, know, so he's dealing with federal, but I mean, the flat tax in Massachusetts mm-hmm. is not even that devastating. He was not happy at all. Uh, talk about uh, you know, you know, this is an example I've used before, but it's uh, you know, hearing I heard an, uh, an interview with an offensive lineman talking about these issues, and he said everyone's a Democrat until they get that first paycheck. You are lying. The second they, these mm-hmm. athletes get this first paycheck, they all of a sudden become hardcore Republicans um, because yep. you know this, it's ridiculous. I mean, especially it's particular. You know. You talk about us in stupid talk radio, um, you know, it's one thing. But it's another thing, when you're an athlete and you have like five years, you know, the average is what, two years, two and a half years of earning uh, that you can actually do at a high level like that? You should Mm -hmm. not be taxed at these levels. Uh, I would say one of the things I would love to see in a tax plan is that getting taxed on average income rather than yearly income. What a great change that would be. Because, yeah. you know, if you have a great one year because you sold something or you had an investment that came through or you got a huge bonus for whatever reason, they shouldn't tax you as if you make a, uh, you know, that money in that every high year. bracket every year because yeah. a lot of people don't. So they have this one year of great earnings. They get hammered in taxes. And the next year they're back to a lower bracket. They can't get that money back. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know. Uh, it, it's uh, I, I, like, especially for athletes. Like if you were to say like a million dollars, you make a million dollars as an athlete. Uh, you get taxed at the ridiculously high rate. You know, 43%. It winds up being over almost 44%, um, which is ridiculous. However, if you were to spread that out and say, okay, instead of, like, just like they do in the, with a salary cap in the NFL, if they drop a salary, they give you a bonus, they'll spread that out over multiple years. If you were to say, like, you know what, I can kind of spread that income out over the next 10 years. Uh, you know, if he makes millions of dollars the other years, it's not going to help him. But you should be able to average that out and take, you know, pay normal taxes on it over a longer period of time. Um, of course, they will never do that because, uh, oh my gosh, no. 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 I mean, we're seeing how brave uh, Republicans are, and they're the only ones who will fight for a tax cut. We're seeing how brave they are right now, and they're never going to do anything innovative. They're never going to do anything out of the box. That will never happen, so don't even worry about it. So I noticed a, uh, a little curious quote from Paul Ryan earlier today in which, because, uh, you know, the healthcare thing is over. You had one chance at it, America. That's it. And you screwed it up. DeMint did explain that a little bit. Jim DeMint, we talked to him on radio, and he mentioned that there's some cutoff because funds have to be procured by May or something yeah, it's for re- this. Reconciliation, so. I guess there's a May time limit on it. Yeah. Um, which The reconciliation <laughs> thing is a weird thing. I think they only get one bill they can pass through reconciliation. Um, I don't know if it's one per year or if it's mm-hmm. one per presidency, uh, one per term. 
I don't even remember. Well, they should I definitely go back and try to get health care done now. Yeah, totally. You do it right. Yeah, do it right And now. get it done before May. So, so what? Brian said something to the effect of, like, well, I wouldn't say it's, I mean, dead. I mean, I, you know, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. And I was like, wait a minute. I thought this was the big thing. Like, you, you didn't vote for it. I mean, the, the, the stupid fake Trump deadline was yeah. the end of this process. Mm-hmm. Well, new report saying some news. White House has quietly reengaged on health care in recent days driven largely by Steve Bannon and Secretary Price. So hmm. we will see what that actually means. But, I mean, look, I would like to see them get to this. Um, it doesn't have to be this giant bill with all sorts of new tax credits. Get rid of, get rid of the taxes. Get rid of the spending. And then you can go back later on. You, you want to go back later on and try to say, okay, here's, you try to pass with, make, try to do it with 60 votes if you want to get some, if it's good enough to, uh, if it's important enough uh, as far as giving more free money away, certainly you can do it with some Democrats and 60 votes. Get rid of the spending, get rid of the, the, uh, the, uh, the Obamacare parts of this, the individual mandate, the basics. Get rid of it, yeah. and then go back to the, the well and see what you can pass. Maybe you can pass it. You know, but don't try to jam everything into one stupid bill. This is what they keep trying to do, and they just like the Democrats did, and they're not capable of it. Let's be honest about it. They're not capable of doing it right. But get rid of those taxes. Get rid of those. Get rid of a lot of that spending. Get rid of the individual mandate. Get rid of uh, the the tax on tanning salons, so that uh, you know, John Boehner uh, in his retirement can save some cash. It's important. It's important. Yes, but they're not going to do it. No. Uh, my guess is they're not going to do it. Uh, have you been following this Mister Rogers episode thing? This is a weird story. Yeah, uh, it's really, strange. really interesting, um, and one of the more bizarre stories in quite a long time. It goes back to the 1980s. I think in 1983, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, November 1983, <laughs> Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood aired five episodes, a week of episodes, about the Cold War. Now, you think, wait a minute, uh, isn't that a, uh, <clears throat> a strange topic to be hitting when you're, mm-hmm. you know, you got to, you know, a... Uh, a, a kid's show where you're wearing a sweater and you got a little train coming around all the time. Hi, neighbor. You ever wonder if you're going to be annihilated by nuclear weapons? Mm-hmm. Sure. Can you say that? Can you say annihilated? I knew you could. Yeah, so it's weird. That, that's, it's that's a weird That's essentially vibe. what it was, right? Well, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, So uh, they ran these episodes, five of them, in 1983. Basically, what they dealt with was we might all die because of mm-hmm. nuclear weapons, um, and we're building up the military to this super high uh, level, and we might cut uh, f- funding for education. <laughs> for public broadcasting. If you're about nuclear I- I- <laughs> annihilation, you care about public broadcasting funding? <laughs> uh, what the hell? <laughs> so weird. Such a weird priority structure. So anyway, weird. People they, must have been pissed because those episodes disappeared yeah, quickly. Yeah, so the, they, they aired once, and mm-hmm. they never aired again. Now, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, every episode aired like 50,000 times. Not these, though. They only aired the one time, and they were never posted anywhere uh, after they aired. Um, and it's, it's just looked back at it as like, is that, did that almost like, did that really happen? Like, yeah. I, you know, I think yeah. people are like questioning whether it even happened. Uh, the story goes that uh, th- there was one little clip that got posted on YouTube at one point so that people could remember they were actually real, but no one knew where these episodes were. Until very recently, new YouTube user, never posted a video before, posted two episodes in their entirety, um, which is a really, I mean, out of nowhere, and someone, some journalist was tipped off to this, that they were posted. Now, the, the issue, 
I don't, this, that's the part I care about. I'm always fascinated by these weird lost moments from television and, and media. And like, I, I think that's fascinating. What the media is fascinated about is why they were posted. The speculation is because Trump's budget cut education mm-hmm. funding and PBS funding and NPR funding that they wanted to redirect uh, sort of attention to this. And this is their way of sort of taking a, a shot at Trump. Um, no one, but no one really knows. Maybe it was a PBS employee or something that did it. Um, but yeah, that was uh, kind of the way. I don't care really about that part of yeah. it. I just it's care. just weird that yeah. he did it. So yeah. It's weird. It's a weird episode to be. Hey, neighbor. It's a beautiful day to be torn apart by a nuclear weapon. Do you know, kids, that if a nuclear blast happens, your skin will be torn directly from your body? Mm-hmm. Sure. Can you say that? I mean, what are you? It's so the, weird. What is the point of that? To scare the hell out of all the little children? Is that an appropriate forum for a topic like that? I, I don't know. Well, let me I give you this. I don't know. Maybe it was. And this will show you also how times have changed. This is how the episode ended. One of the episodes. A title card that showed this Bible verse. First of all, Bible wow. verse? Wow. What? From, pub- from PBS, mm. and they shall beat their swords into plowshares and their <laughs> spears into pruning forks. Nation shall not lift up the sword, ag- wow. sword against nation, neither shall they learn that war anymore. That's how the episode... What the hell am I watching? <laughs> All right, 888-727-BECK is, uh, is the number. Back with uh, more in a second. It's a beautiful day. Mm-hmm. Another impression of someone who's dead. Yeah, there you go. Congratulations. Uh, thank uh, you. Another one of your... I do what I can. You know that. <laughs> I do what I can. <laughs> Some stories that Jeffy found and felt like sharing with us, so we don't have to talk anymore. Welcome to Pat's Stew. Eighteen-year-old Catoctin High School student going to face charges this week after county sheriff deputies said they uncovered her plot, her plot, mm. to carry out a shooting at the school. Mm. Nicole Severo will be charged with this. both the possession of explosive materials with the intent. To create a destructive device. Uh, this is a scary story because uh, that, that could have been a real, really awful tragedy. She was intending to kill as many kids as she could at school yeah. and herself Bad. in this attack. And fortunately, her parents stumbled on it. They stumbled on her diary. And they stumbled on her diary and stumbled on uh, the, the materials that she had stashed yeah. uh, in the basement and her room. And, he, and the dad called the police. Wow. That's tough to do yeah. right there. Yeah. That's tough. Now, because you'd, you'd want to maybe handle it some other way. Yeah. Maybe we'll take care of this in family. You know, we'll get her some counseling. I, but I think calling the police is what you have to do, right? When, wow. If she's I got mean, explosive devices in yeah, her room and yeah, a shotgun, yeah, I, guess, yeah. but, but, I think you have to. Okay, so she's being charged with uh, <laughs> the uh, intent to create a destructive device as well as possession of incendiary material with the intent to create a destructive device. Intent. That's, uh, she didn't do crime. anything. Yeah, it's future crime stuff. But I, I mean, yeah, what she's are you going to do? Wait for her to kill everybody? I mean, she, I know. You know that's she, the thing. she says she's going to she do it. She wrote down in her diary. Oh man. Well, she wrote down she was going to kill people. I know. I know. Yeah. What do you want to let her just do it and then arrest her? I, Seems ill-advised. They, they did the right thing. Yeah, they did the right thing. They did the right thing. There is no about it. Shut up.
Pat and Stu, 888-727-BECK. Uh, Elon Musk has launched something called Neuralink. He's trying to connect uh, directly human brains to computers. Kind of, it's pretty amazing. Um, his other interests, of course, include sending humans to Mars, exploring uh, neural lace technology, the implanting of tiny electrodes into the brain that could be used to give direct computing capabilities. That's pretty cool. Uh, it was registered in California as medical research, um, and it's mostly funded by, by him. And last month at the World Government Summit in Dubai, Musk said people would need to become cyborgs to be relevant in a future dominated by AI. This guy is really worried about AI. Yeah. He uh, really actually, is. if you're listening to uh, the radio show today, Glenn was talking about how he actually believes it might be the death of mankind. And that's why he's trying so hard to get to Mars so that humans have a place to live when AI takes over the, uh, the planet. Now, it seems far-fetched, right? Because we don't even have AI yet. So it seems like that's something that's not going to happen. But this could happen pretty quickly if they actually develop this and it turns out to be what people think it's going to be. And this is, uh, so we, talked, we did talk about this at length on radio today, but Glenn's so far into it sometimes, <clears throat> I don't know, these questions just sort of derail him. Yeah. Um, but it's like, what is the difference between AI and like what we have now? Which are really advanced algorithms that can many times produce. I mean, look at like you know they can, you know, figure out what you would search for. I think independent thought is the difference. Independent thought. How would you? I mean, Uh, they creative thought. They come up with their own ideas. Like, hey, I'm smarter than the people who created me, and they're holding me back. And that's when you would run into a problem, right? Because if you had a computer or an artificial intelligence that believed it was better for for the earth than humans are it might set out to do something about that and that's the fear so i mean certainly we're not there with ai right now i mean we barely you know we have human beings that have no intelligence yes you know yeah very true boy that's a fact yeah 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 he just knew he was on camera when he said that (laughs) he knew it that's a <laughs> he actually knew he was on camera. There was not even a looking doubt <laughs> in my mind. Well, so. as as a good example of the lack of intelligence he has, he was actually arguing arguing in favor of the girl not to be arrested uh, <laughs> that we were talking about a few minutes ago, who was planning to kill people in her school. She well, didn't do anything. Yeah, do anything. That's right. She didn't do she didn't anything. Right. So we're supposed to wait till she kills twenty five kids. Right. Let me give you a hypothetical. A completely hypothetical example all right let's just say i brought in a giant machete to the show and i walked mm-hmm. over to jeffy and i was about to plunge it into the back of his head mm-hmm. which i you know look we've all thought about it a thousand times but uh, let's say i was actually jury doing in the it. world would convict you for that it's a good point but let's just say <laughs> let's, let's just say, say you brought one into the building though you wouldn't get arrested no i would not right so let's say I was about to plunge it in your head. It was six inches away from your head, and a police officer stepped in stupidly, uh, and I can say they acted stupidly in that case, um, stupidly stopped my hand and said, you were trying to murder him, you're going to prison. Now, I never pierced your skin. I never, I I never killed anything. anybody. I didn't hurt anybody I've... even. I, I should not be let out. Let, I should be attempted murder is essentially that what I would get there. And attempted is, to your point, 
it's sort of a future crime, right? Like, I only attempted it. I didn't actually complete it. You say, uh, you know, possession of... You were actually going through the motion of... Well, what is the part of the me. motion of killing a bunch of people at your school is, is gathering uh, the illegal explosives, explosives. And, the, and the guns in order to do it. And, and writing the things in your diary that, yeah, I'm going to kill all these people and I intend to die uh, as well. And three days so, from now, she might write in her diary, I collected all this stuff and I've decided not to do it. It's not impossible. However, what do you, how do you deal with that? I mean, in all seriousness, I know you're playing the uh, I'm a criminal and no mm-hmm. one should get arrested card here. I get it. Uh, but, like, seriously, how do you deal with that? I, say, I, I tend to agree well, well, that they well, shouldn't have well, these Pat powers. Well, Pat and I talked but. a little bit about this this morning about uh, the, first, the first thing he thought of was when we were talking about the dad turned her in and how hard that would be. And Pat was like, well, you have to, right? And I was thinking, you know, maybe you don't. As a parent, maybe you don't have to turn her in. Well, that's, maybe different. that's a different point, maybe because you... I'm kind of with you there. I, I'm not saying I, I probably, I would like to believe that I would handle that the right way. Right. I think there would be but a really know. strong urge to say, to get to take the stuff, sure to would. throw it out, to get them into counseling, help, yeah. help to her, send them away to a school, st- to yes. a hospital, something. Mm-hmm. like. Yes. It, and, and that's not a good instinct, I don't think, as a parent. However, that would, I think, be my instinct. But in the argument of her getting arrested, if you're doing that as a parent, you know that what she's doing is completely wrong and should be handled by the authorities. However, there is a line there for whether, yes, it's something wrong. Yes, it should be handled. But is it a crime? Right. Now, the I, issue with I her know. is, she yes, had she had explosives that she should not have had. She had mm-hmm. a weapon she should not have had. Um, so uh, that makes it easy. And under in this the, case. I'm sure that this is a lot under the, uh, you know, a lot of our terror crimes because she had she had the explosives and then with the intent. Right, with the intent you know, is the intent, part you had the problem you know, with. You know, with the intent. Well, I mean, I think it's pretty clear to prove her intent. She wrote it down in a freaking diary that she wanted to kill all these people, and she got the stuff to do it. Those two parts are pretty pretty convincing. However, there is a, an element that you're right. Like she could have turned her life around it, the yeah. next day. You know, who knows? Well. I think ever ever since we we saw Minority Report, we were kind of concerned about uh, arresting people for future crimes because that didn't work out very well. In uh, Minority Report, we found out there was all kinds of problems with the system. And so a lot of innocent people were being arrested for crimes that they wouldn't have committed. Well, you can't necessarily predict exactly what a human being is going to do. So you don't want to arrest people for future crimes. But there's got to be some line in there to where... You, you're you do have the right to prevent something like this because you don't want to wait until it happens. Right. The the only alternative to arresting this girl or or when you invite the authorities in, the only alternative is you leave her alone and you wait until she does it and then you arrest her. I don't want that to happen. Or you wait until she's in the act of do of, of doing it. Or you what, watch what her the every act? step of the way. I well, guess I know the act is murder, right? So you have to wait till mm. the murder mm. happens. Because if they're alive in your world, they're not murderers. Well, they, they might be attacking them. They might be assaulting them. And you might be able to get them on that, but you wouldn't be able mm-hmm. to get them on murder, even if they were trying to murder them. Yeah, it's, and I get what it's you're a tough one. It's a tough one. I, w- I wonder what the one. hardcore libertarian view is on that. Like, what is the... Uh, I'd like to know. You know, what yeah, is I the philosophical... Like, I'm a hardcore philosophical mm-hmm. libertarian. I don't want them... Or I don't want this girl arrested, probably, right? I would be interested if, if you happen right. to be one, or maybe we should get on, you know, I don't know, an Austin Peterson or something. Like, mm-hmm. somebody... That would be a fascinating discussion. That would be an interesting discussion. Yeah, I wonder what the view is on that. I don't know. Yeah, because nobody wants... 
a mass shooting to happen at a high school. Nobody wants that. Not. And so how do you prevent that? I, I think they did the right thing. I think the dad did the right thing. Yeah. Called the authorities. Let, the, let them handle it. Let her be arrested. Now, you could go the other way and, and handle it just as a family and take her into, I don't know, a facility where she can't leave until she's better. I, I don't know. I don't know how that... You know, you're running a risk there, too, that she that she leaves or that she escapes, that she makes it happen anyway, that she kills somebody at the at the hospital. I, I don't know. You're really you're and you uh, you know what you run into here. And uh, and I'm and I'm going to make John Ziegler's ears uh, tingle a little bit somewhere else uh, in, in California. Um, but it's like it, it, you run into the Penn State thing where, like, if you don't do it, if you don't uh, go mm. and report. Uh, some crime that you think has been committed, even if it has or it hasn't. Right. You mm-hmm. think this is a thing, and you go, you know what, we're going to handle this within the family, I'll send them away for treatment, blah, 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 blah. Then it happens again anyway. Not only is your daughter going to prison for life or dead, but so are you. You're going to wind up getting charged. Graham Spanier, the guy that we had John in a yeah. couple weeks ago, wound up getting convicted. Yeah. He knew this. he would, too. Yeah, John said he would. He, John said he would. And, yeah. and you know, you, even the emails you look at from Spanier at that time, uh, which is supposed to be the smoking gun about I him know. endangering children. It's like he's like, you know, this is tough. I don't know what to do. Uh, you know, I think this is a prudent way to go. It's like, you know, I mean, he. It wasn't like he was like, oh, you know, ah, come on, we got to protect the university. Right. Uh, uh, screw those kids. He's doing his job. I mean, he, he. It sounded like he was doing his job. And not only his job, but what he believed at the time was the right thing to do. I mean, I, I don't know how. I mean, again, John would argue, uh, well, it didn't even happen, so it's completely ridiculous. But, I mean, even if you do believe that it happened, and let's say you're Graham Spenier at the time, you're like, wow, this seems really shady. What do I do about this? Well, we reported to the campus police. They're actual police. They're not like, you know, uh, fake police. Like, they're not mall cops. They're actual police, the campus police. (laughs) Reported to them. They looked into it. It doesn't seem like anything happened. I guess we just, uh, I mean, let's just make sure he doesn't have uh, access to kids while he's here. Let's make sure, let's draw some lines. Mm -hmm. You know, and and that's what he he kind of attempted to do uh, and he, you know for that in retrospect because everyone looks back at it at the time with with 2020 vision we all knew he was molesting kids the whole time how did you not know he goes to he you goes must to prison. have yeah i mean I, I you know i don't know it's tough and i i think my instinct would be look it's my kid if i now if i thought I the know, kid was insane there's a line like you know if you think and you do know your kid you do i mean yeah you're gonna have a feeling but you parents. could be you could be wrong well. right like if i'm thinking my kid is a problem child he's had problems with drugs he's had problems with beating up people for no reason he's shown violent tendencies i saw him torturing a pet one time if you build this case in your head and that's what you think it is you probably are sending him to jail but let's just say it's like your daughter uh, in this case it was a girl yeah your daughter who I don't know, got dumped by her boyfriend and she's been really depressed and she's writing this stuff and this isn't stuff really she her. Had is you know, this isn't really her. You know, I don't right, know. There's right, some, right, 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 right. You might very well try to take it in-house or try to t- do it I yourself without, mm-hmm. without that. And if that I happens, know. I bet you're going to jail too. I bet you're going to jail too if she does something. Not unless yeah. you, if you destroy all the mer- evidence, you know. <laughs> get rid of it all. Mm. This is how you think. Mm-hmm. This is uh, seriously. People are like, "Oh, you guys are so people mean wonder, to Jeffy." People wonder. Yeah, why are you so mean, to Jeffy? Um, because he's a horrible person in every go. way. That's why. Another example. Get rid of evidence. You know who could take care of this is the Justice League. They could. Uh, yes, let's they can this. handle this. Let's do this. I mean, the Justice League. Uh, they're the ones because uh, Superman would be there just in time, and he'd fix it. You know, he'd he'd take the girl under his wing. 
she'd realize the error of her ways and everything would be fine. Uh, plus, if, he, if she did shoot the gun, he could jump in front of the bullet mm. and uh, nothing would happen. That's all you need. Uh, here's a look at uh, the Justice League coming together in a uh, big trailer, the first official trailer for the Justice League. We have to be ready. You, we, the others. There's an attack coming from far away. Not coming, Bruce. It's already here. The others, where are they? Arthur Curry, the Aquaman. It's on him. Organic and biomechatronic body parts. He's a cyborg. You should probably move. Barry Allen. Whoever you're looking for, it's not me. He's a Batman. They said the age of heroes would never come again. Bastille. I love him. Whoa. Hmm. What are your superpowers again? <laughs> I'm rich. That's cool. Maybe temporary. Uh, is Superman not in that? No. Nope. I didn't see him, so he's, isn't he part of the Justice League? I thought so. What a ripoff. How come Superman's not in this? I don't know the answer to that. I will say they they really want their Avengers, though, don't they? Yes, yeah, they, they do. They really yes, they want do. their Avengers franchise yeah. over there. And I'm telling you, uh, the girl who plays Wonder Woman is not a bad addition to this whole thing. I am a fan. Oh, good God. Of Wonder Woman. Holy cow. Uh, all right, we have uh, some babies who apparently look like celebrities. This is kind of fun, uh, potentially. I mean, Agreed. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> Agreed. It's got to be good. It's got to be it's good. It's babies though, that right? look like celebrities. It's got to I mean, be that's good. That's a good thing. That's always a good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a grandson right now who looks like Winston Churchill. Uh, <laughs> Wait, where's the <laughs> picture? If we're doing this segment, how do I not- know. I, I should have. Tomorrow I'll bring it. Um, he's adorable. And another granddaughter who is just... Does she look like Winston Churchill too? No, she no, she doesn't. A lot She's of kids a look trimmer. like Winston Churchill. Apparently, yeah. yeah. Um, he's well, he's bald and he's got big cheekies, and uh, 
It's adorable. Awesome. Uh, all right. So anyway, <laughs> this this first baby. Do we have the photo here? Uh, there you go. <laughs> Ed Sheeran. Yes. Oh my God. That yes. is Ed Sheeran. That does look like Ugh. Ed Sheeran without the five five o'clock shadow or whatever that is. Ed is sporting uh, tousled hair. That, that really does look like his kid, doesn't it? Is, it? is it a girl or is it a boy? It doesn't matter. I'd make Ed pay for him. Uh, all right. Uh, next up You're is... You're all of a sudden for parental responsibility? Chef, <laughs> Chef Gordon Ramsay. Oh, my God, yes. What oh, that's heck? great. How'd that poor little guy get a scar right there already? Oh, I know. That's a little scratch. It's a little scratch. Uh, kids, a lot of times, with their... Uh, Zach with their nails. A kid, with their nails, always like going True. up by their eyes when they're little yeah. babies. Oh, is that what you Yeah, saying? he does look like Gordon Ramsay. All right. Uh, up next, Danny DeVito. Oh my God. <laughs> no, no way. way. <laughs> no way. That is fantastic. That's that pretty cool. That's pretty funny. That's really funny. What the heck is the deal with the hair? He's bald already? Wow, that is a future Always Sunny episode <laughs> right there waiting bald. to happen. That certainly is. Bald at like one year old. That's pretty amazing. Incredible. All right. Uh, next, up. next, John Legend. Yes. Oh, yeah. okay. very much so. Oh, yeah. I yeah. totally see that. Huh, okay. Uh, He's telling Chrissy Teigen right now, I've never seen that baby before in my life. (laughs) (laughs) The Royal Prince uh, is next. Oh, yeah, cute. Cute kid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's unfair because they're two kids. That's a kid looking like a kid. Is he really a celebrity, the uh, royal kid? Yeah. Not really. (laughs) Yes, he Uh, is. We have a ruling on that, Jeffy. No. No. Oh, yes, he is. This is America. The answer (laughs) is no. Yes, he is. Uh, Wallace Shawn. kid is a... Ah, that is fantastic. <laughs> that is fantastic. I wouldn't have known who Wallace Shawn was. Inconceivable. Uh, when you see him, you know him yeah. for sure. Is he still alive? I think he died recently, didn't Jeff- he? Oh. I think we lost oh, him, God. but I'm, Jeffy, I'm not positive no, no. on that. Jeffy's our dead celebrity watch. I don't yeah. know the answer to that, but I think he's still alive. Okay, okay. well, Jeffy usually thinks correctly on those. I don't know why. Yeah, so one thing he gets right. Uh, here's Jay-Z uh, for you. Oh, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Definitely. Yo, this is a fun game. I like this game. All up in here. Yeah, I like this too. More of this game. I want more of this game. Gandalf, Mm -hmm. you're going to need a beard there, aren't you? Okay, you just got the furrowed brow. And yes, he does look like like Gandalf. Okay. All right. And Uh, we had uh, Vladimir Putin. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Uh You can see it there. And finally, Mrs. Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire, dear. Yes. Kind of. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. A little bit, yeah. Uh, yeah a little, maybe a little less. It's a more of f- a kid dressed as Mrs. Doubtfire. I watched that movie again a few months ago. and uh, Very funny. Holds up pretty really? well. Yeah, it's really? Yeah. I would really not have guessed that. Movie. I would not have guessed you that. You don't like... Would you say that a lot oh, of it I like that is, uh, yeah. is it still okay? Like, could you release it today in its current state? I, th- I think you could. Because I was wondering um, about like, that and... Miss- What's the other one? Mrs. Doubtfire? No, uh, Birdcage, right, is the other Birdcage, one. Birdcage, no way. No? Birdcage, I don't, I don't know. remember. I've never I just seen. remember it being I, although, I don't know, themed I, in a I way was, that most movies are not themed Birdcage was rated R, so I've never seen that one. Birdcage oh, was Bird, rated R? Yeah. Birdcage was really oh, yeah. funny and really good, but I don't know if you could do it today. You know what I mean? Because uh, a lot of things movies. are really pushing it. What's yeah. the guy's name who starred in that? Really good actor. Really funny Robin guy. Robin Williams? No, no, no. No, Bird the other Cage. guy. Um, you know, the Nathan... Nathan Lane. Lane. Yeah, yeah. Nathan Lane. Haven't seen him in a while. Um, John Wick is another movie that came, just came out. The sequel uh, actually just came out. Uh, I was a little underwhelmed by it, honestly. Oh, you did I, see the sequel, too? I did. I liked the first one a lot. Um, yeah, yeah you, you know, said that before. It was good. It, it wasn't like my favorite movie of all time, but it was... A, it was one of those. I liked it. Um, yeah. It was a good revenge uh, sort of movie. In, in, if you like Taken, it was in that general. 
It was a different type of revenge movie, but it was mm-hmm. that type of thing. Like it gave me the, it the same type of uh, direction. High body count? Uh, very high body count. Um, so the second one came out, and it also had a very high body count. But I, did not, I, I didn't think it was that great, to be honest. Mm. Um, however, uh, someone decided to see what would it be like if John Wick was filmed with Nerf guns. It's a question <laughs> we've all had. And they try to answer it here. <laughs> well, because you don't want to use real guns, right? All right. Mimicking scenes yeah. in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> These are they're all assassins, so they get millions of dollars to kill people. And now he realizes seven million to kill him. That's uh, that's. A- yeah, this is the good money. Thing. It's good money. This is basically the movie. Just so you know, that <laughs> the real guns. A lot of cool gun tricks. A lot of loading. <laughs> a lot of loading. A lot of loading. You need loading in yes. a gun movie. I think that's important. This guy's good with the Nerf gun. I'll yeah. tell you that. <laughs> This is legitimately, you could watch the whole movie like this, because this is exactly what it is. <laughs> wow, he jammed a Nerf bullet into his head. And he and that one, actually, the guy died um, in, in, in the, in the Nerf movie. Yeah, he actually did die. Uh, yeah, essentially, <laughs> one of the good. things you notice in, in, in It's really well Wick, done. Yeah, when he... He always shoots the guy in the head after he shot him like ten times just to like make sure. Yeah, um, it's a it's a way to escalate that body count. Lots of. Uh, I think I'd like John Wick yeah, too. You'd like, I think I'd like. It's, oh, it's, it's stupid. That but looked it's, cool. It's funny. Yeah, it's, that, I mean, it was a lot of cool. Yeah. you know, like martial art gun play. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's something else I like. Uh, anything involving Alex Jones. <laughs> Alex Jones. So this time he's doing a song, or there's a song about Alex Jones' favorite drink. It's a mashup. Okay, let's okay. let's just Here see. It and, and, we haven't seen this and yet. So. And we're not getting what humans always thought was key: the bone broth, the, the bone broth, the the bone broth, the the bone broth, bone broth. Yes, the bone broth. Bone well, broth. now it's the next level of that. It's caveman. Hey, I need a glass of caveman. Caveman. Mm. Must be one of his mm. products. Mm. Yep. It's mm. better than Ovaltine. Mm. Better than Ovaltine. Mm. It's just unbelievable. Better than Ovaltine. Caveman is just over the top. What in the world? Mm. But now with the milk, I was like, whoa, this has milk in it. Whoa. It tastes like good. Damn, this tastes so good. Mm. Tastes like the best milkshake ever. It tastes like Ovaltine. Mm. It tastes like Ovaltine. <laughs> it tastes like Ovaltine. Mm. Like good. Mm. It tastes like Ovaltine. Mm. It tastes like Ovaltine. Mm. It tastes like Ovaltine. Mm. Like good. Whoa. <laughs> I this like the, this. this. Is, I can say without thing. a doubt, at least in my experience, that this is literally... This is a super home run available at InfoWarsLife.com, and it supports the broadcast. All right, all the big news straight ahead. Thanks, Buckley. This guy's just... He is wow. just shilling freaking vitamin Hello. supplements all the time. I mean, cave, so Caveman is obviously a drink he... It's, got a, it's another one of his. 
Another one? I guess. I don't know. I, I actually don't know. Oval, in the comparison we, to Ovaltine, Ovaltine sucks. Yeah, like who wants to oh, say gross. Well, this whoa, This tastes like whoa. Ovaltine. I mean, like it was all right. Ovaltine was good. And Ovaltine, I hated Ovaltine you as did? a kid. Really? I hated it. it did, was, you ever, did you ever gross. have it with, with red top milk? Oh, uh, no, no. I didn't. You mean no, whole milk? Is that what you're trying you to should, say? You should have it. Red top milk. Yeah. It's just whole milk, Jeff. No, it's red top. Um, and by the way, I, you know, Ovaltine, I thought it tasted okay, but they did a lot kids of love weird Ovaltine, stuff but. with advertising over the years. The Ovaltine man, first of all. Yeah. Uh, creepy. I don't yeah. know what was going on there. Uh, number two, uh, when you promise a secret code in the Dakota ring, you don't say some message about Ovaltine for a little orphan Annie. Uh, I watched a documentary about this. Uh, the child was very disappointed. <laughs> Uh, and really gave up, I think, a lot of faith in the world because of that particular advertisement. It was wrong, and they should apologize for it. You lost me because I, I haven't seen that Christmas documentary. So. Christmas story. Oh, okay. Reference. I have seen the documentary. I know but, you don't like it, but uh, I'm not a fan. A lot of people so. do. Was Ovaltine featured? Yes, in yeah, he had got his yeah, decoder so ring from Little Orphan Annie. Okay. And it says, remember to drink your Ovaltine. Was a Chocolatey flavored Ovaltine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wrong. Okay. Wrong, Ovaltine, you bastards. That's why I drink Caveman. Uh, there, there has to be like Ovaltine stimulation. comes from the globless <laughs> Globless behind Ovaltine Plus it doesn't support the broadcast Triple eight seventy seven back More Pat and Stu is inevitable Oh and just as a side note uh, Our man is uh, still alive Oh well Sean is Seven, good. 73 oh, good, 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 good I'm glad to hear that Thanks for the voice work there, Jeffy. Uh, Our Spoons product today is this from Jif. It's brand new. I don't know if it's new at all, but it's new to us. It's called uh, Jif Chocolate Cheesecake Hazelnut Spread. Does it not look good, though? Uh, It it does. does. The two-color thing really works on me. Like, if they just mix them together, but there's something about this. Yes, it does. And this is, you know... I will say that the Jif hazelnut thing in the past has not been as good as Nutella, but... Oh yeah, uh, I'm <laughs> hopeful on this. Now, so we're gonna get a little cream cheese vibe in there with the cheesecake. You're gonna, little, uh, you're gonna get a little. You're gonna get a little. It does smell nut. cream smells, cheesy, doesn't yes, it? Yes, definitely does. And um, then we've got, you've a, got the chocolate flavor in there as well. It's important to really experience this, by the way. Um, here it is with a Ritz cracker. Mmm. I'm gonna say I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. You like that? Mm-hmm. Not getting a lot of cheesecake flavor when you couple it with the cracker. The cracker is, you know, not the right delivery system for this. <laughs> Probably not. Um, a banana would be the right delivery system. Yeah, or like a piece of bread. Mm-hmm. I remember. Uh, I can't hear you, Jeffy. Uh, the spoon is definitely the right delivery system. <laughs> I was going to say, that might be actually the right way <laughs> to go. Just eat it right out of the jar. Why don't you try it by itself? Like a little that? solo action. Because I will say, you, get a, you do get a cheesecake burst. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Oh, um, this would be good with vanilla ice cream. What's that made out of, Jeffy? Mm. Cream. Milk. <laughs> Thank you. Do this. <laughs> All right, let's see. The serving size mm. is two tablespoons. Oh, my God. And in that... It's <laughs> a lot. There is uh, no trans fat. Oh, good. Uh, three and a half grams of saturated. 13 grams of fat. <laughs> 22 grams of carbs. Nobody's Why are you reading all this? Who cares about this? <laughs> And, and just, okay, two tablespoons. 
210 calories. It's a lot. It's a lot. How many servings in that jar? Unimportant. Uh, these are details we don't discuss on Spoons. I don't know if you guys have ever watched the show, uh, but we don't talk about that. Um, science, one thing I wanted science. to taste test here, which is interesting to me at least. Ten servings. Wow. Is the two colors in there. Oh, are they really two, two different flavors, or are they just coloring the same product? It's a really good question. I'm not sure I know I the so answer I to it. With look. the pretzel, is pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. They're both delicious with it. But... Just eating it straight out of the jar might be the way to go, I like know. you said. <laughs> My ruling on this will be, it is two different flavors. They did do the cheesecake separately. Oh. Um, so the way you got the little cheesecake, it's like kind of like a pepper. I don't know how much of this I have on my face, so I'm just trying to... You don't have anything on your face. Don't worry about it. Stop Show Jeffy for a minute. <laughs> Jeffy wouldn't care. Even, um, I think this is good. It would be interesting on a sandwich, I think. Like a, you know... I don't know what you would put. Maybe a, like a crepe. You'd put this in a crepe. Okay. Or on a waffle. Mm, yeah. That'd be a good delivery system, right? That would be a good delivery you know, system. Let me give you another mm-hmm. um, uh, underrated potential option here. Anilla wafer. Oh, yes. Yeah? Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Come on. Um, Vanilla wafers are, you could hide the wafers taste of are underrated all along. I am totally with you on that. And then we grit with bananas and Nilla wafers. Yes. If you slathered this all over like a pea or some broccoli or something, you could hide the nasty <laughs> taste of vegetable completely. Yes. <laughs> this might be the way to go. I got to say, what do you say? If you slather this all over, I honestly thought that was going to end with Wonder Woman. <laughs> if you slather this all over Wonder Woman, it is delicious. Well, I can't argue that. Uh-huh. Um, I will say uh, I like this. My overall uh, impression. Mm, I like it quite a bit. Will be, uh, I'm going to give it a, uh, on a scale of 1 to 18, by the way. That is our scale that we have because Jeffy uh, can only count to 18. Um, and he can't count to it, all the numbers. No, he, can, he goes 18 and yeah. he's there. So we just made he doesn't 18. know the preceding numbers at all. To make it easy. Uh, Which is why he can never give us a number on this I rate these uh, all the time with you. segment. I would say I'll give it a I'll give it a thirteen. Oh my! Gosh. I like it. I, it's not my favorite thing in the world, Only but I, I like. I don't know what I would do with it, honestly. I mean, the Nilla yeah. wafers thing is what, what what kind of excites me, but I think uh, for breakfast, like a crepe or waffles. Also, made a freaking crepe pancakes. <laughs> Who makes this crepes? This be really good. You know, bring it to the freaking restaurant. Who makes crepes? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give it a fourteen, Jeffy. You know, Pat, you're right. You could probably do it with a crepe. Mm-hmm. In the morning, mm-hmm. you get up, you make a crepe. Actually, I think a waffle would be good. A waffle would be great. Yep. Waffle would be great. Really good. would. And just out of the jar, mm-hmm. outstanding. Yep. Um, just, just like But that, what we're looking for now is a, is a specific number. There's actually something behind you that says 1-18, a number in between. That the means yeah, that's, one I know, that's the rating 18. system we have for the product. Right, what so, so oh my gosh, spit it right out. Here. What is it? Well, By all that is holy, a, say it! You did a 13, 13, and you did a 14. 14. Yeah. So, uh, we haven't spent too much time. Are you eating more of that? No. No. Not at all. Uh, the London attacks, obviously... Wait, there's more? No. Well, can we... St- say, I'm trying to transfer to a... Glenn segment with the London attacks. You keep oh, eating. Okay, transfer. All right, all right here. Here's here, the Glenn segment. Here's the Glenn segment about the London attacks. Okay, it's coming up.
All right, let's get an update on what we know about the bombing in London, because there's some things that concern me a great deal. Go ahead. Yeah, so the entire attack took 82 seconds, and it's an attack that we've basically seen replicated all over the place over the past couple of years or so. It happens in Israel all the time and never gets reported on. But um, they've now switched to vehicular-borne you know, attacks and then knife attacks. Again, they happen every single day in Israel, but you never hear about it. But um, yeah, he jumped the curb, um, went out on foot, and then started stabbing people, killed four people. Um, we now know that uh, he was being investigated uh, by MI5 back in 2010. Um, he was running around with a group that was inspired, Al-Qaeda-inspired. Um, but as we see a lot of times here in the United States, they have really have, they have such a backlog of all these people they're investigating. They deemed him safe, and they just kind of you know, drop surveillance and let him go. Um, we're going to keep on seeing this. I mean, so here's the thing that uh, I don't know if anybody saw this on Twitter. Did you guys see the the picture of the uh, woman in the hijab that was walking by the scene on her cell phone? Did you see this? Mm-hmm. So she was walking by, um, and there were people working on the the victims, and she was in a hijab and she had her phone and she was talking, and that went all over the internet because. Um, look at this Muslim, how dare, she's not, she's not even offering to help. Got so bad for her, so many death threats, that she had to get some protection. And then she tweeted and she said, I was on the phone with my mother telling her this attack happened and, um, uh, and I was trying to get to a safe place. Uh, these people that I saw were, had people around there, there was nothing I could do. Same pictures were taken of white people walking by on phone, exact same pictures. Nobody's saying anything about that. The problem is when you say we're gonna keep seeing this, we're gonna keep seeing it until Donald Trump gives a speech and defines the threat as Islamists and not as Muslims. It is crucial that a president for the first time, George Bush didn't do it, Barack Obama certainly didn't do it, Somebody has got to stand up and say, this is the specific threat. Absolutely. You make a good point, Glenn, too, because uh, that was the, big, one, the biggest thing when Obama was president was, look, you, just say the word. Say radical Islamic terrorism, which I think is important. Say that. But now we need to, do the, now we need to add on to that. You need to make a difference between Muslim and Islamist. Someone needs to say but that. But is Donald Trump the face you want for that? Well, he's already he had it. I think he, he has to be. I don't I mean, think he has a he's choice. The well, right. He's the leader of the free right. world. He absolutely is. But like, let's look at his history of flip-flopping on all of these issues. Yes, you know, wait, how, wait, wait, how but he's, he's right. already well, he right. said at the inauguration, first president, he said Islamic radical terrorists. I think it's other people's job to educate. He should say it. It'd be great if he did. I would love for him to give everyone a history lesson on the Islamic radical sects and how they developed. But that's and all what I'm saying. That. I don't think he, he doesn't know that. He doesn't know enough to be able to tell uh, people. That, but right? I think you, you, I mean, you're really, really dumb. Sitting through wrote his speech and he was just a mouthpiece for it. I think just setting an example in rhetoric, even if that alone is what he did for right now, would be completely different than what we've seen for you know yeah, the, the, the past. I mean, I agree. Yeah, I agree. That I'm just alone saying, would make a difference. You know, he's, I don't, he's so, said before we should be stealing oil from Iraq. You know, like he. It just worries me. For him to be obvious, I think Ali's point. I think Ali's point is get somebody to write it. Don't talk off the cuff with this. Don. Shut. That's that's what he does. I know. Expecting him to not do that. I'm not sure we want Stephen Miller or Steve Bannon doing the speech, though. Right. And I don't know if we need a a history lesson from Trump as much as I'd like to see more 
calling out Muslim majority nations to help out in this Basic fight. Basic intellectual honesty with it? Yeah. Right. Just some clarity. Yeah. I think it's Joel Rosenberg who actually says, if we don't call out evil for what it is, then we risk being blindsided. But he has called them out. And he I has think called he them out. No, 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 no. But he hasn't given the history. It is lesson. not. It yeah. is not calling it out. He is. He has himself called it a Muslim ban. But he called an Islamic ban in the inaugural address, did he not? I don't want an Islamic ban. No, neither do I. I don't no, want, I want he, an Islamic ban. I want an Islamicist ban. He called out ban. Islamic radical terrorism, though, which was good. It's the first time we've right. ever heard a president. But the do problem that. is, is many of his supporters, because he's conflated the two, and the other two left a vacuum. Now you have people who look at every Muslim and they're bad, and you are going to have the Bubba effect. Look at what that that Twitter sh that Twitter uh, picture showed. Immediately, bad Muslim has to be part of it. No, she wasn't. She had nothing to do with it. Why didn't you say that about the white guys and the white women that were walking by? Because bad Muslim. There's a difference between Muslim. Do you realize that the church in England is now having um, greater growth than they have seen in centuries? Because of the Muslims that are coming there and say, I don't want any part of that Islamic crap. The Islamicists, as they have it in the Middle East, they don't want anything about it. And so they're having a hard time finding the Muslim over the Islamist, and they're looking for some place, and they're starting to join churches, Christian churches over yeah, in England. You've been a great voice for that. It is Islam was a great example right. of educating on but that. But that's not happening in the mainstream media. I mean, I'm just getting now, for the very first time, I wrote the book on it. For the very first time, I'm getting CBS, I'm getting uh, ABC, CNN asking me, okay, well, what is the difference? That's for the very first time. So sad. It should have happened so long ago. And they should know it. They should know it. And I'm not convinced all of them do. The problem is the momentum that we're seeing right now with all these attacks and everyone coming out so harshly on them. You're seeing this all over the world. There's one thing that you, we cannot, you cannot deny. All, to, all of these terrorists are, are Muslim. You can't deny that. Yes. But not all Muslims are not terrorists. Now, the problem is that what's being, the momentum and what's being harped on now is that all these terrorists are Muslim. That's what they're hearing. So now we're getting very, very, very dangerous ground here when we're criticizing all, Muslim, all these terrorists are Muslims. So now they're looking at, including a woman walking down the street on a cell phone, as terrorists. Yes. That's how they're starting. And that's just not true. I have friends. I've spent many, many many nights with, uh, with Muslims in Middle East countries who are nothing like this. They are more appalled and they're also being targeted by Islamists. Mm -hmm. right. And that's why, well. I, that's why I worry about Trump being the person to define all this because, I mean, as we were saying earlier, he's the one who talked about the Muslim ban. I mean, the rhetoric got so, I mean, it was scary at some points during his campaign, the way that people were talking about Muslims in general. So really, should he be the person? I would really like yes, him but. on record because you gotta remember, I mean, if you look back at FDR, FDR was pushing for the Japanese internment camps before December 7th, oh, yeah. a, year, a year plus before um, December 7th, he was talking about, we gotta round these Japanese up, we can't trust these Japanese. He sent somebody from his Pentagon, um, go do a study. And I believe he was at first, I think he was actually kind of for the internment camps. He went out, he studied it, he's like, no, 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 no. They're very, very loyal people. We just have a few people here and here that we need to infiltrate those cells and get those guys. 
December 7th happened and he pushed through what he wanted because FDR was on record saying Japanese are, are and not separating. I want this president on record saying there's a difference between Muslims and Islamicists. You know, what, there's a big problem. I, I don't want to separate. The, the Muslim community is a whole, they, they're very culpable in this as well. Because they have not been as vocal as they should be mm-hmm. in condemning the radical elements Hang of Hang on just a faith. second, Jason. When wait, 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 wait. Would you be, if you had no one in the White House that was backing you up, they were just saying all Muslims, They've and they were standing next. eight years. No, they have not. Mm-hmm. No, this is a global the problem. bad guys, the Muslim Brotherhood has had, they're in our homeland security. They're hanging out with the president. When you have the bad guys who you know are Islamicists, and they have the media under control, they have the presidency and Congress under control, Homeland Security, are you going to stand up and say, oh, by the way, I'm not with those guys? I mean, there are more Muslims that are killed by ISIS than Christians. I feel like no matter how how much you feel like you're not backed up, you would say something. You would be a little bit more vocal about it (laughs) simply because... Your own are being okay. mass murdered, yes, and you don't want to turn out like that. Exactly. So why? But so why would you speak up? Because you don't want to turn out like that's that. That's true. Okay. That's a good so, point. So let me tell you a quick story. I went over to Poland, and I met with the chief rabbi of of Poland. There were six thousand people that stood up in Poland during World War II to save Jews. Six thousand, and I said to him, "Where the hell was everyone else?" Expecting him to agree with me. And he sat back in his chair and he said, what? And I said, well, what was the population of Poland at the time? Only 6,000? He said, only 6,000? Glenn, if you approached your window and someone was being pulled out of their house across the street, even if you hated them, you approached your window and you opened up and you looked outside, they come for you and they kill everyone in your family as well. You get the same fate. To find 6,000 people who are willing to have their entire family slaughtered is pretty impressive. I, I don't hold it against, especially the people in the Middle East, you're outnumbered. It, it, Germans went through it. Good Germans that did not want to slaughter people. Polish people that didn't want people slaughtered. What are you going to do? It takes enormous courage because you're next. And it's not just you. I mean, I've thought about this, and I think, Jason, we've talked about this. There are things that I would do in those situations if I were to put yourself back in World War II. Absolutely, I'd stand up for a Jew. Unless I start to think about my daughters, my son, my children, my family, my sisters, all for what I did, everyone's going to be slaughtered. That's a different story now. I don't know what I would do. I feel like there's a lack of realistic conversations about what it means to be Muslim and what it means to be an Islamicist. I feel like it's either glorifying them in the media as the most tolerant and inclusive people ever, as the religion of peace and Christians are bigots, or they're violent extremists. There's really no realistic conversation about it. And I think that kind of perpetuates this extreme idea on, on, on both sides of the spectrum.